Silver Emotion Podcast. My name is Will. I'm Steven. Just to jump hey. in and yeah. participate in the intro. Here we are once again. Uh, and today we're talking about a movie that is very near and dear to my heart. <laughs> very important, influential movie to me personally. Um, and Steven never saw it before. So it's one of these movies that I think of as, uh, it's been too long, Stephen. <laughs> you got to see it. <laughs> Previous entries being the, the First Blood and probably right. other things that I can't think of offhand. Yeah, probably a killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think more with the, with the it's been too long, more of his American movies. Because right, right. things that you theoretically could have easily gotten. Yeah. <clears throat> in the past, well, I kind of feel like the killer was a big enough thing that it was. It was easily available from around, yeah. the mid to late '90s on for sure. Um, but anyway, yeah. what are we talking about? We're talking about fucking 1988's uh, Bloodsport, <laughs> starring Jean Claude Van Damme, Bolo Young, and uh, directed by Newt Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Newt Arnold. <laughs> So, could be almost a, a mute Arnold. <laughs> Arnold in the movie, but he doesn't say anything. <laughs> you trying to bring down the podcast? That is a sad thought. An Arnold that doesn't talk? Wow. Fuck, man. Oh. I'm sad. I'm going to squirt out a tear or something. I'm thinking about it too long. Well, we we don't have that. We we instead have Jean Claude Van Damme screaming. We do have Jean Claude Van Damme. He does scream. He has a wonderful accent, uh, being the uh, the Belgian that he is. And um, so, on a scale of incredibly badass or astronomically badass, where where do you land this movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I suppose there could be other choices, but there there, there could be. But 
It it is incredibly badass, but is it astronomically badass? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just made shit up on the spot, so I didn't think it through. But uh, so you, you enjoyed it? I I did enjoy it. All right. <laughs> All right. I, I could definitely <laughs> see that I was watching this. I'm like, oh, well, no wonder Will loves this movie. It's practically a Hong Kong movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all shot in Hong Kong, and, and it's, uh, yeah, it's got a Hong Kong cast, a lot of Hong Kong people. and Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very much reminded me of this just kind of ensemble of Hong Kong yeah. kind of martial artists kind of movies like those that we've been seeing, so. Yeah, yeah. It's uh this is this is the movie that basically planted the seed in my head. This is like the the first martial arts movie that I can remember mm. seeing and really like obsessing over and just like it just kind of blew my mind. I it came out in 88 and I'm sure I saw it in 88 like when it hit video. So I would have been like seven, eight, <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. depending on what time of year it came out. Yeah, I would have been pretty young for... And it just fucking, <laughs> like... Took your soul. And yeah, <laughs> it, it's etched on my soul, man. It's just, yeah. And, and so I've seen it a million gazillion times. Absolutely love it. Yeah. I think about this movie like every fucking day. <laughs> I, I honestly do. <laughs> There's not a day that goes by where I don't think about fucking Bolo Young doing some fucking cool thing in the movie or John claude Van Damme doing the splits or some <laughs> shit. He, he does that quite a bit. In he this. sure does. He he really packs them in in this movie. <laughs> in the later movies, he at least tries to get one, maybe two in. But in this one, man, he, he goes all out. He's <laughs> like, hey, we're, we're going to do the splits again. There's quite a few. Um so and it's a good reason that he does it so many times because this is basically his first uh, first movie, not mm. his first movie, but his first starring role. Right. This so is the movie that everybody basically was introduced to Jean Claude with. Right. So he's kind of showing off his prowess here. Yeah, showing himself off, um, showing off all his his uh, moves, martial arts moves, and the splits and. His athleticism, yeah, his uh, arcade skills. <laughs> yes, he's even, he's not just good at at. Uh, I don't know what he practices. I guess karate, but because he's yeah, it's, yeah, some form of karate. I think is uh, yeah, his his master is uh, definitely Japanese and yeah, he's yeah he's in the movie Japanese, but that actor Roy Chow is. Uh, born and bred hong kong (laughs) he's a great great actor in all kinds of hong kong movies um and a lot of american movies too he's one of these guys that crosses over Mm. throughout the industries yeah uh i love him this is probably the movie that (laughs) i first saw him in and so every time i see him in another movie it's like oh shit (laughs) senzo tanaka (laughs) oh it's my shiroshi yeah, are you familiar with the term shidoshi? Um, not familiar with it, but it just made sense as soon as there is. I I don't know if I've heard it before or yeah. whatever, but it's just as soon as they said it, it was just like yeah, and it's whatever. 
I would yeah. normally have thought Sensei, but right, Sensei is the one that they that they say a lot. I don't know that I've heard Shidoshi and anything else, but uh, I like it. Yeah, it's, whatever it's cool it means, I, I like it. I don't know. Yeah, what I'm it not. Is, I don't have any specific knowledge of the word, but it's just okay. Like he was... I thought maybe you'd come across it in an anime or something. Yeah, I mean, maybe I have and just not thought about it or right, something. Right, right. But it's just maybe you have, but it, it, without the the wonderful accent of Jean-Claude Van Damme. It just didn't, you know, didn't, <laughs> didn't hit click, you. Yeah. <laughs> just, just another word going by. Right, right. <clears throat> yeah, it is very Hong Kong. It's shot a lot a lot of this um this I never noticed this before. After all these years, I'm still noticing new things. Um at the very beginning they mention that that the Kumite is going to be held within the walled city, mm. which is the uh, the Kowloon walled city, which now I didn't really know much about it, obviously, as a kid. Why would I? Right. But uh, it was like this, this section of Hong Kong that was super densely populated, and it was basically controlled by the triads. And they say it in the movie, like, like yeah, the triads are letting us run this fucking kumite within the the walled city and it was like this lawless area where the cops didn't really have any sort of control over anything mm. and there was just all kinds of triad activity and they uh, demolished it in the early 90s mm. so now it's a big park <laughs> for the betterment of hong kong and uh the, a, a good portion of shenmue too happens within the walled city as well oh. um but anyway, I never noticed that they they, they mentioned that and uh, and it's it was actually shot in within the actual walled city in the, wow. in the years right before it was torn down. So it's kind of a yeah. a unique thing there. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I I do have to say another thing. Like it actually reminded me of Shenmue, even though I've never played that game. Yeah, and the the chase scene where he's running away from the <laughs> oh right yeah, just, yeah that's just what I think of when I think of Shenmue is like running around and like jumping over fruit baskets there is that yeah there there are there's a good chase yeah throughout the i think what little i've seen of that game has been perhaps from that scene and the right they do they like to show that one specifically from the first game i remember seeing that one a lot like in media and stuff yeah I was like, oh, hey, it's kind of like this Shenmue thing where they're <laughs> bouncing around, just jumping over crap. and <laughs> Yeah. Although there's not a lighthearted pop song playing over uh, in Shenmue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a very lighthearted scene in this movie. It sure is, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, ah, <laughs> Yeah, it's not a tense chase whatsoever. No. <laughs> Jean-Claude's just, just having fun. He's having fun. He's fucking with them. Yeah, it's a little diversion from the brutality yeah. of, the, of the Kumite. 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 <laughs> yeah, they chant that. Kumite. See, like, that's one of the things that I'll just, like, randomly, I'll think of that in the middle of a day and just be like, yeah, yeah, Kumite. <laughs> like, I don't, that's how deep it is in my brain. Like, I, I just think about this shit all the time. Yeah. I fucking love it. So I don't know. Um, 
oddly, I'd played a game that has a Kumite mode. Oh, really? Yeah, it was, I think it was the first Dead or Alive game. First Dead or Alive has Kumite mode? Yeah, it's like you... I, I think the way it worked in that was just like, here, like you just have however many fights or something. It's, it's yeah. kind of like a survival mode. Okay. Like, for some reason, they called it Kumite. And but it's not, it doesn't have the mat or, or anything like that? Like, they're not, it didn't um, look like a... Any sort of back alley, fucking <laughs> hidden fight. No, but in like the the first Dead or Alive game, the uh, every fight had like a ring arena that if you got knocked out of, you'd lose. So, oh, okay. So the entire game was that way. Although yeah. actually, I think in Dead or Alive, if you got knocked out of the ring, you would fall over and explode. So <laughs> holy fuck! <laughs> Whoa. There, there might have just been like one specific game mode of it or something. Jesus but Christ! C four like, Kumite. <laughs> you like fall over and just like. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. I don't think I ever played the first one. The, yeah, the first one's kind of shitty, but... The uh, second one is the one on Dreamcast, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the one I played, and when you, you can bust through into, like, sub-stages on right, that one. Right, right. They, they went a lot more elaborate on that. Yeah. Game. Like, the, the first one was, like, PlayStation 1, so it's like... Oh, wow. That... <laughs> the really blocky, ugly-ass right, right. graphics of that time, but... I w- I've never been fond of, and they're not great. Yeah, <laughs> at that growing pains of yeah, 3D. Yeah. yeah. Like even when it came out, I would, like those Ganon games. I was just like, oh man, these are ugly. Like, what, can we get? Can we go back to 2D graphics, please? <laughs> yeah, that was. <coughs> that's not a shining moment in <laughs> video game history. No, no. At, at that time, I was like, no, just 2D graphics are just flat out better. Why are you doing this? But, they are, yeah, for sure. But. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it, w- it was one of those early 3D fighting games where it was that that Man. first generation of 3D fighting games where they right. didn't really know what they were doing with it yet. And right. So why not make the guy explode when he falls off the side? Yeah, <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> yeah, it was so, I, it's been a while since I played it. I just because I've only really played it a little bit just because it's like oh hey it's the first dead or alive i should try it out and then play i'm like what yeah. the fuck is this <laughs> it's like so completely different oh wow it's, it's it's a completely different game you don't even you don't even know you're playing dead or alive it's wow. it's, it's completely different in all its structure and flow and pacing and everything weird but. um I believe that the I, I read something about the uh, the guy who did Mortal Kombat, like the the whoever spearheaded the first Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. like wanted to make a version of Bloodsport the game. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, he saw this and he was he thought like, oh, I should make a game like that. That's brutal, and. Uh, and so supposedly Johnny Cage is supposed to be like a Jean-Claude Van Damme mm. character. And apparently his uh, costume looks somewhat like this. I don't really remember what he looks like in in the first game. but Yeah, I just kind of remember him as having like sunglasses. And yeah, he's got the shades, but I feel like he has... Baggy pants. Yeah, those baggy pants and maybe he has <clears> that <throat> yellow sash thing that the some of the guys wear in this. Yeah, something like that. So. That's all. I, I, I'm not terribly familiar with Mortal Kombat. I, 
I was never fond of that game, so. Yeah, what about the movie? Mortal Kombat! <laughs> <laughs> that right there is pretty much all I know of the movie. That's all you know of the movie? Oh, yeah, we I never watch saw it. it. Yeah. Oh, we should watch it. Those, in terms of video game movies, generally not good movies, video right, game movies. Right. Um, and I'm not going to say that Mortal Kombat is a good movie. I know there's a sequel, but I don't, I don't know if I saw that, but... It's probably better than most fucking <laughs> video game movies. Yeah. Like, still. It's probably still the fucking... <laughs> the high bar. Yeah, I don't know. Well, hey, if it's entertaining, at least it's doing something. Right. I mean, I remember liking it back whenever I saw it. So, that's got to count for something. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I didn't like the game, so the movie was. Uh, I was like, what, what, what am I gonna watch this movie for? I don't uh-huh. even like the game. Maybe it would have. It would have. Yeah, maybe it would have done something. Yeah. But yeah, the the movie was also like Bloodsport was also reminding me a lot of just Street Fighter. And just, yeah. I was like, oh Jesus! Like all these guys, and they got totally different fighting styles in this tournament. I was like, this is just Street Fighter, and right. I hadn't been thinking about it until you just mentioned it. At the start of the podcast, it was like, oh, this is before Street Fighter by a good few years. So. Oh, really? Street Fighter 2 would have been like 91 or 92. Okay. Or okay. It was early 90s. I think the original Street Fighter was maybe around this time. But yeah. that was just like written off as... Right. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever played that first one. Yeah, Capcom does not like that first one. They, <laughs> they, they never put that out in any collection of anything ever and oh, that's weird <laughs> uh, I, I think the only way you can really play it outside of the actual arcade cabinet is to emulate it or something yeah but, get it on mame or something yeah I, i've only seen like little screenshots of it hmm well, it's not like a fighting game though i don't think i, I think it kind of is oh it is so i i had a friend who played it once he like went to some place somewhere and says oh my god they had like an arcade of actual street fight of the original street fight i was like holy crap wow. so he tried it out and he said it was kind of shit so that's what i've heard yeah yeah he was he was playing it like because you're still ryu or ken are still in there i don't know if you can even be anybody else i think you're just one of yeah those i two. think you're just yeah but he was playing it he's like yeah i couldn't figure out how to do the moves and then somebody else joined in the game and he was doing it. i'm like oh my god you can do the moves they must be done different and the guy said no it's just the same it's just the timing on it is all fucked up and oh so it's they're the same moves but they're just not as uh yeah not as easy or whatever yeah they're just something about the command has to be way more precise or something hmm. weird yeah so well yeah then i guess this is uh, prior to street fighter then yeah i mean it might be around the same year as the original street fighter but yeah it's certainly not much after if at all but the 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 tournament game is the second one yeah and yeah. so that would be more to like yeah i'm this. not sure how the first game worked in yeah. terms of i, I don't kind of think it was just as like a tournament style fighter but yeah yeah but maybe it was i don't know I feel like it's like a walk around and kick people game, not... Uh, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> what I I thought, and then I see the, the screenshots of it, and it's got, like, two health bars for, like, you and the enemy. Then. Oh, okay, so, well, maybe, so yeah. It, it's, I think it is kind of a one-on-one thing, but less, like, tournament-y than... Yeah, yeah, okay. Too. Like, it's just, like, 
oh, here you're in a fight with this guy, and then just, oh, here you're in a fight with another guy. Not that it's a tournament, it's just you're running around and... Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Game I'm unfamiliar with, because... Right. I think Capcom's a little afraid to just show it off now, because Street Fighter 2 is such a big thing. Right, right. And then they're going to go, it's the original Street Fighter, and then everybody's going to just be like, well, this is shit. What is well, this? they should just put it out as... <laughs> they like, should. Just alongside all hundred versions of Street Fighter 2. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know why they don't just do it, because every time, every Street Fighter collection I've seen does not have the original Street Fighter. Right. They'll have, like, 20 versions of Street Fighter 2, but... <laughs> Or maybe the Alpha games or Street Fighter 3 or whatever. Like, they'll have all these Street Fighter games, but not that first one. That was yeah. just kind of the the ugly baby of the franchise. <laughs> throughout. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bloodsport, it's not the yeah. first uh, tournament movie in the world, of course. So right. it's uh, but probably an influence. Because this movie was a big hit, like, in terms of... It made way more money than it cost, and it became mm, kind of right. like a big uh, video store thing. And yeah, because it does feel very low budget. It way. is, yeah. And it's like, I mean, not that there's any lack of quality to it, but it just it feels like they weren't uh, some major studio. Right. Yeah, it's Canon, and so Canon is an independent studio, and I don't know like the history of canon and like what point in this history is i know like they had been around for a few years by that point at least and like mm-hmm. i want to say american ninjas 85 so like that was a big hit so they were they were steamrolling right i don't uh, superman 4 they did superman 4 mm-hmm. and uh the the gloriously entertaining <laughs> B-movie Superman 4 and that's probably around this time too everybody fucking shits on that movie but man that is a quality B-movie <laughs> <laughs> surprised it's that late I thought all the, the Superman movies were older than that but. no the f- I mean maybe it is earlier than that I don't know I just think like the first one's I don't know like 79 and then 78, okay. 79. Yeah, I was kind of thinking of them as 70s movies, but No, all the all the, the sequels one. are are 80s. Mm-hmm. And the that fucking <laughs> that fourth one is 80s as a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that, like that's that's an 80s movie. <laughs> um but anyway, in Hong Kong movies, there's a lot of tournament sort of things, and it's kind of a, a cheap way to make a movie, easy way to make a movie. There's uh, right. Master of the Flying Guillotine, which is an uh, influence on Street Fighter, I know, because it has a, an Indian guy that stretches, <laughs> who oh, yeah, practices yeah. yoga, and various mm. other characters like that. They're not all supernatural but like that, but it's a whole bunch of random, weird styles put together and um i don't know there's a bunch even like the first first hong kong movie that broke through in america five fingers of death like the whole end section of that movie is just a tournament fight of going through the ranks and stuff (coughs) but 
I would say that the fucking kumite is the <laughs> it's the ultimate the ultimate the in tournament experiences yeah. in movies. I don't know that that anything else tops the kumite for me. It has a cool name, so I like yeah, you know. It's a fun thing. So, how do you like the the way that the movie starts and then it goes immediately into a flashback? Um, that was fine. I, I actually, I like the opening where it's just showing all these people practicing for the tournament. Yeah. And it was just, did, is that where, did they have the chanting over that too? The little Kumite chanting? I know that was like at the end. I, I kind of feel like it was earlier in the movie too. I'm yeah. sure it happens earlier in the movie cause it's, it, it definitely does, but I don't know if it was at that point. Yeah. But uh, I, I just remember there being some like intense music and just like these cuts of just these random guys you don't know and yeah. just like doing cool stuff. And, right, the the monkey fighter dudes like hitting the fucking coconuts. Yeah, oh, I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was so sad when he got taken out. I was Poor like, guy, oh, yeah. he was awesome. Get crunched by the sumo. He's <clears throat> just like flipping around everywhere. I'm like, what, what? What is this guy doing? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> monkey style, man. And the, uh, I don't know, yeah, Bolo Young is fucking kicking those big giant ice blocks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kept trying to, like, recognize the person later on. And was, oh, yeah. That didn't quite work out for most of them, but. You know, they don't really focus on most <coughs> of the fighters. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, just Van Damme and uh, Bolo Young and the. Texan guy that they only those are the right. ones they really get into in any way. Yeah, like the the monkey fighting guy is obviously like <laughs> you can keep track of him, right? And like the big sumo guy, and then there's the the Muay Thai kickboxer Paco that he fights. Yeah, yeah. Always, like doing the Saget sort of. Yeah, thing. he he was reminding me of Saget. That's yeah. that's where it was really when I was like, oh I, man, this is like Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was kicking ass. I'm like, oh, it's like Saget. Like, this whole this whole thing is Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucking Muay Thai, man. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a there's a Shaw Brothers movie that's all about Muay Thai kickboxing, and uh, they they shot it in Thailand, and yeah. it says. Uh, thinking of it now there's uh because he does get in that little uh the early uh fight with the the arabic guy yeah with the little headband and right, turban right. whatever thing going on does it did make me realize that uh one one of the more recent street fighter characters is uh kind of this arabic guy oh yeah got, and i don't know if he's using the same fighting style that guy used or anything but it was just right. kind of like oh yeah yeah street fighter did put in somebody like maybe they're Middle going back to the the blood yeah, sport. Well, maybe they're maybe they're going back and they go. Wait, wait. There's this dude we never used for. What about blood that sport. guy? We need to put a your own version of him. And they still, I don't think they've had a monkey fighter, but not in Street Fighter. I don't think. I don't think so. I mean, I didn't keep up or anything, but um, it doesn't seem like something that really fits with their style. Yeah, it'd fighting. be a little weird. I mean, there was. There was some Kenyan girl in the third one, but she wasn't. Uh, she didn't really use that style, really. Yeah. She had these weird kicks, and you could probably. I guess you could do it because like Blanca jumps on the dude and yeah, bites he his like bounces all over and the shit place. And yeah. So I feel like yeah, you could probably you could pull it off. You do it. Uh, 
You do some bizarre version a of it. Monkey dude, yeah. Somebody who has a lot of maneuverability of just right. dashing around and can. Yeah, come on, Capcom. <laughs> kind of a, a speed-based throw character. Usually, they make the throw yeah. characters really like big, huge, oh, people, yeah. like Zongief. Yeah, and, yeah. But they, they could do a, a speed-based guy. That, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Huh. Uh, I wanted to see more of him. He was so much fun. Yeah, you know, they... They really, like... It's hard, because I thought there was... I honestly, like, I'm watching it, and I'm just like, oh, man. Like, I remember there being so much more fighting from when I was a kid. Like, obviously, I've seen this a million times. Right. So I know what is what. But, but like, I just... I remember that, like, that monkey guy being this huge thing in my head from when I was a kid (laughs) and then to actually watch it and I probably think this every time I watch it as an adult like oh man he's only in like a little part of it yeah that's crazy that he makes such a he makes such a big impression he does it's so like wow what a character (laughs) (laughs) he probably doesn't even have a name in the movie (laughs) right this monkey guy uh oh man <clears throat> yeah, he was he was confusing at first because he was like, because you've got I don't know what order they showed this in, but you got like Bolo Young punching the ice blocks and yeah. stuff, and they're hanging from a tree, and then you, know, you got this guy like in the tree. I'm like, what the hell? Like, oh, you like, thought what? it was the same tree or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not just that because you know that's going by so fast, then you're just orienting yourself on it but also yeah. just the fact that i kind of figured oh this is gonna be a tournament all these guys are gonna fight each other because i'm figuring that out right in this opening here yeah yeah and i'm like wait this guy's in the tree what's he what's he gonna do in the tree and this wait, isn't this gonna be in a like what's he training in the tree for he's got to train his uh his gripping feet <laughs> yeah something <laughs> It just seemed kind of weird because he was the only one training in a tree. <laughs> like, right. Well, he's the monkey guy. You know? Yeah. He's, like, he's yeah. in his natural habitat. <laughs> and I'm like, why? Why is he like nobody else is in the trees? Why is <laughs> is he gonna have a fight in the trees? That would be awesome. But I'm not, I just don't see that happening here. <laughs> no, no. This is no, this is an American movie, so <laughs> I'm not getting too technical on the fights. Um, how do you, how did you feel with the uh, the choreography of the the fights like the editing and all that stuff? Oh, it was pretty good. I didn't I didn't see feel like anything was no problems. Yeah, it was uh, it was kind of funny when uh, Van Damme would do like the same move like five times in a row, which I Ooh, yeah. it was not like a double take or a triple take or anything. It was just he was just doing it like over and over. Yeah, that one in specifically, I remember that one where he does. They show it in slow motion where he does that like weird fucking sweep windmill kick. Yeah, like multiple times. Yeah, I was like, oh wow, like wait, no, this isn't a double take. They aren't just showing that shot again. He's just this is just continuous. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just motion here to stay. Okay. (laughs) Bam. Yeah, he's badass. He's fucking John Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that one. I think it was the sumo guy that, like, grabbed his ankle and, like, dragged him around and was just doing the splits, like, oh, <laughs> like, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this isn't working right. This guy can do the splits. This is weird. I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, well, in terms of American martial arts movies, you're starting at the top. <laughs> starting at the top. <laughs> in my opinion, this is this is this is it. This is the fucking the best. There are many, many others from around this time, and there's many others that um, may be better movies. I don't know, but to me, uh, nothing fucking tops this movie. Yeah. There's even some that, like, like legitimate... Um, there's a director from Hong Kong called Corey Yoon, and he directed a lot of movies in Hong Kong. He did choreography in Hong Kong and in American movies. And in the 80s, he made a bunch of American martial arts movies. Mm. Um, and the first one is before this movie called Retreat, No Retreat, No Surrender. And I believe <laughs> that is Van Damme's first appearance in a movie. Oh. And so I haven't seen those since I was a kid. And so, like, maybe... Maybe they hold up to Those it, movies but... have a more Hong Kong shooting style or something that might appeal to me more. Right. But... Um, at this point in my life, nothing is going to unseat <laughs> Bloodsport. <laughs> right. But uh, if you enjoy this, there are quite a few other American martial arts movies that, uh, uh, you know, are out there, both with uh, Van Damme or Bolo or any number of other lower tier stars. <laughs> All right. Well, that was... Uh Something I caught like the last five minutes of or something. I think it was the Last Dragon or something. Yeah, it was like yeah, that's a that's a famous sort of cult B movie. Yeah, that was a uh, remember some black guy in like some robe and yeah yeah lots of eighties lightning effect kind of thing going yeah, on. Yeah, I haven't seen <clears throat> that like all the way through myself, but I do have it. I, I bought it recently. Yeah, but, uh, well, the last five minutes were pretty awesome. Yeah, it's supposed to be <laughs> awesome, and I don't. I don't. Maybe I saw it as a kid and I just don't remember. But, but uh, I don't know. It's yeah. one of those movies that that people who love it are like, "Fucking yeah. hey, this movie is awesome." <laughs> it's got that '80s charm to it, so right? So how can I not like it? Yeah, got that lovely little like the lighting effects like they do with like a lightning bolt or whatever. Yeah, like the the aura of energy surrounding right. this guy. Done fucking, in those, yeah. those great special effects of the time that look fucking eighties. Yeah. Lightning. Oh my god. That's the best. Yeah. Like FX never looked as good <laughs> as eighties lightning effects. I've I honestly man, that's like that's the pinnacle for me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like. I honestly don't know why they don't use those same effects for lightning now, because <laughs> uh, they look way better than anything that's computer. Maybe it's hard to do. I don't know. Yeah, it it maybe was something that specifically worked with actual film, and now everything's digital. And yeah, I'm sure it was some optical printing thing, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's like. They they achieved 100% perfect lightning <laughs> effects, and they just just like now we're going down. Like why why would you go down? <laughs> we we reached the pinnacle. We just need to keep that going. No reason to move on. <laughs> it's yeah, it's weird. That's why. 
there's so much lightning in 80s movies because they're like, dude, this is awesome. It's like, dude, we got this. We got this. Like, you know, this scene is good, but it'd be better with lightning. All right. That was like every 80s movie. They just throw some more lightning on. I don't know. They just miss it. Like Terminator's time traveling stuff. Yeah, it's got some lightning. Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I don't know. But blood sports a tad more realistic on the Yeah, no light no lightning in this. Yeah, no. It's uh I don't I don't know that there's any special effects in this movie. Yeah, not really. I mean, there's special effects in like physical things, but not not anything wild. Like yeah. I mean, I assume they had like some. The brick was a breakaway thing. Special effect. But, I'd know. like to imagine that, that, that. John Claude Van Damme did the dim mock, <laughs> and he really did explode the bottom brick. But I'm sure he didn't. But I, I don't like saying it because it, it, I just it, it, it hurts. <laughs> I have such respect for the dim mock and that <laughs> scene, and it just feels so fucking awesome. And yeah. and just especially like oh, yeah, he got his mouth open, <laughs> so badass, right? I love the slow mo in this movie, and especially like Jean Claude is very good at really, really over the top, <laughs> fucking emotional, like <laughs> yeah, he's just got his mouth open and his eyes just right. crazy wide. And I guess some people would say like oh what a shitty it's not good that's not acting but i don't give a fuck (laughs) it's the best shit ever (laughs) it was it was fun yeah if it's fun just who cares right right uh, i i loved the the texan guy the he's awesome jackson or something whatever his name was what is his name ray jackson roy jackson ray i think it's ray Jackson sounds about right. I don't know. I, I loved how he did the, the whole brick shattering. <laughs> it's just yeah. like it's like oh, bottom one right, just bam, blows up the top one. And just, like here you go, not a scratch. <laughs> <laughs> and he smashes this on his head. Yeah. <laughs> here uh, for you, <laughs> and he gives it to the fucking judge. <laughs> He's a blast, man. Yeah, yeah his, his character was just so much fun. He's the best. <laughs> uh, yeah, and their their friendship is really fun, and I don't know, they're just yeah, it's a good team. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he uh, he didn't quite seem to have the athleticism of the other actors. But, you don't think? Uh, he he just. <laughs> He made me think, oh, they needed, like, Arnold for that role. <laughs> like, I don't know that Arnold would have had quite the same... I don't... Personality-wise, it wouldn't have, but, like, just... You know, I say that any movie would be better with Arnold. It, it would have been a very different dynamic. Maybe not a worse one in any way. Honestly, but... for this movie, I don't know <laughs> if Arnold would... I think this movie is at yeah. peak... Yeah, it's just, I was just kind of like, ah, oh, I just, like... So, more of Arnold's physique more than his personality I, I kind of felt well like. I mean he was this this big dude who was just big and just used 
bigness for everything rather than skill. And well, and that's like that's his thing, though. That's like why he's there. That, yeah, you know, he's so I don't think changing him to to a more uh, right it's athletic just, it's just guy. Every time he like showed up, I was just like, oh, he needs to just be this mountain of muscle. <laughs> but that's the point that he's not though. <laughs> like, that's what's great about him. It's because that. All he does is just do some, like, fucking street fighting. Like, he just does bar fighting. Like, that's right. his specialty. It's like, fucking... My, my fighting style is bar fighting. Yeah, like, and just to think that that all of these guys are, are, are fucking amazing martial artists. They're all, you know, the top of their styles, and... And then this guy, this alcoholic, just runs in. Yeah. Just, Harley this... dude just runs in and just starts smashing shit like a bull. But they were all there by invite. So like yeah. that dude is so badass that he's known th- throughout the martial arts community as being like, no, this dude can fight, and like he doesn't look like it. He's just kind of a brawler sort of guy. But uh, man, he's awesome. Like, just send him a fucking invite. I love that about him. So, like, I feel like if he was any, any more muscled or anything, it would it would kind of ruin that. Uh, I would. I mean, throw in another guy that, that could be uh, a muscled guy. But I, I don't. I love. I love him in that role. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, personality wise, he's he's got it nailed. Like, yeah. it, it was just like, ah, oh, but like. This guy's supposed to just be like smashing bricks and, and just throwing people around like they're nothing and just completely ignoring any pain or You don't think injury. that dude could do it though? I don't know. It just it just felt like ah oh, like uh, he's surrounded by all these guys who are just like totally ripped and just like yeah. peak physical form and then it's just this dude. Just That's like, what makes him great. <laughs> Cuz he's totally opposite. He's just He's just, he, that's how good he is. Imagine if he was ripped. <laughs> this dude would be unstoppable. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> like, this dude competes at a high level, and he's not even, you know, in peak yeah, He's not even really trying. He's just right. like, hey, I'm going to go have fun. Throws people. Yeah. There's something to be yeah, said he, for that, you know. He, and maybe, maybe it's just because he's from Texas, but he kind of reminds me of um, Earthquake from Samurai Showdown. Okay, I'm not familiar. Samurai Showdown, it was, like, Earthquake was this guy who was, like, eight or ten feet tall or something. He took up, like, half the frickin' screen. Yeah. He, was, he was one of the fighters you could be, and he was just this fat dude, just hugely, <laughs> like, not even muscle, just fat it was just like the blob <laughs> from the x-men just oh wow but a ninja <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. with like hot pink ninja robes and shit and, oh, wow. <laughs> and he'd be like jumping around and he, he'd, yeah. he could vault like do, he could jump off the wall so you could jump up to the edge of the screen and then bounce off dude. and he's like all flipping around <laughs> <laughs> wow he was so much fun and he was like some big like oil company owner in texas that oh, somehow okay. like just had the money to train himself into a ninja but he's like this oh, wow. corporate fat cat who was just this gluttonous pig <laughs> but he's also a ninja <laughs> oh wow like... i thought everybody in that game was just a straight up samurai dude like, like i mean i know they have a they're all they have their styles or whatever but 
I didn't right. know like one guy was American <laughs> that just paid his way in. That's crazy. I mean, and he like he is a ninja. He's got like the whole uh, Manriki Gusari weapon. That's like an actual ninja weapon. Yeah, yeah. Like he's doing ninja stuff and. In the second game, they actually gave him, like, even more ninja moves where he could, like, teleport and, wow. <laughs> and do these weird, like, Jesus. the whole thing where, because uh, the other ninja characters in the game could all, they could do this thing where you would, like, attack them or they'd, you'd do this move and they'd, like, teleport and they'd leave, like, a log as, like, the, okay which is, it, it's a thing in, in, I think, in just normal Japanese cinema, too, but in anime, it's just, like, one of the, the ninja things is that you attack them and it's like, oh, it's not, it's not him. It's this log. They dressed up like themselves and it's, it's this ninja illusion. And yeah, you're like, yeah. oh shit, it's just a log. And the dude's behind you and stabs you or something. So they give this like huge fat guy this move where he looks back and he's like, no, it was just a log this whole time. It's a fucking tree trunk. <laughs> he just appears behind you or above you. Or, oh, like, wow. It was just like, what the heck? He was just so much fun just because he was just this ridiculous nonsense character like that but that reminds me there's a bunch of ninja movies that we gotta watch too there's uh we don't have to but um they were requested oh, <laughs> so, they were requested. yeah so uh the american martial arts uh ninja movies with oh. uh shokasugi the the greatest ninja on screen <laughs> in american cinema so one of these days we'll have to get to those yeah enter the ninja and mm. revenge revenge of the ninja return of the ninja one of those well, i don't remember it's got ninja in the title it can't be all bad right um, no <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad at all i don't know the first one's kind of weird i don't know but but uh it's weird because the guy there's an Italian guy, Franco Nero, who who is famous for being Django in the in the Django movies, mm. the first Django movie, um, the only actual true Django movie <laughs> the rest among the copying. hundreds <laughs> others. Yeah. Well, anyway, he's in it, and he's a ninja, and so I just have a hard time buying him as a ninja. But mm. <laughs> but uh, other than that, it's pretty fun. Anyway. Yeah, no ninjas in, in Bloodsport, though. No, no. So how'd you like Chong Li, Bolo Young? He was pretty awesome. He, he was he was definitely selling it as the just the big, intimidating yeah. asshole villain. Yeah. Very physical performance. He doesn't right, really right. talk. And, 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 but he, he sells it. As just, he's fucking good. Like Those can, eyes. Ah, oh, he's yeah. just glaring at people. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like at first you're just like, oh, he's gonna be this big opponent, and then as it goes on, you're like, oh, dude, this guy's a fucking asshole. <laughs> and yeah. then by the end, you're like, god damn, this fucking asshole. <laughs> that he's to me best villain ever. Like I fucking <laughs> love him, um, and I know that that's completely uh, subjective to my experience with Chong Li, but right, man, he's fucking great. <laughs> Ah, yeah, <laughs> trying he, to get everybody to fucking cheer for him. Uh, love it. Uh, he he got. He was like he was just going crazy and just like getting more and more into just beating people up as the yeah. movie went. Like he was just getting addicted to ass kicking and. Right, like he didn't give a fuck. He just wants to win and you know kill people. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, a I, I got asshole. the feeling that he wasn't 
quite that way at the beginning, but then like when he was there and the crowds are cheering, he was yeah. just like, "Yeah!" He just like got just high on it and just yeah. started going off the deep end. Yeah, I would agree with that. He definitely feeds off of that energy, and uh, they said in in the previous kumite he had killed somebody and so now entering this one he already had a reputation and the crowd's all cheering his name when he comes up right so he just like yeah just the bloodlust fucking kicks in right because right. <laughs> because i think that last dude he fights before van damme he i think he does kill him like yes yeah. and it's like but it's also like he clearly had no need to like it was the guy was already out and he was just right. like bam like fucking no he's just gone <laughs> it's right. just like i i, I kind of get the feeling like maybe when he like killed the guy in the previous one it was just kind of like maybe not an accident per se but you maybe know, just, yeah. just like they were just fighting and it's just this guy was fat ass and he just kills him and it was just like oh he got injured and didn't live or something but it wasn't like just a straight up murder kind of thing right, like right. it was in this one it was just straight up like he's totally helpless and lost already right but no fuck it i'm gonna just snap his neck right here oh man so yeah you're saying that chong lee he had an arc there behind the scenes yeah i, I then... think like because because when you first see him it's just like he's badass and he's right, right. like cocky but yeah. it's not he doesn't feel totally evil at that point he just feels it's like true, you know yeah. maybe the bully but right. by the end he's just like this psychopath murder is like yeah this wide-eyed wild right. joy as yeah, he's yeah. just beating people up and <laughs> like i feel like he just he just started feeding off of this uh and it just snowballed into this deranged yeah madman that had to be put down <laughs> yeah for sure he does he really does change over the course of the movie and that's, and I mean, it, it, it's a testament to Bolo Young's physicality as an actor to just communicate all of that with his face and his body language and stuff. Because, yeah. I mean, he probably has like three or four lines in the whole movie. And, you know, even without those, you get a sense right. of everything that's going on. Yeah, yeah. I think what he's awesome. I think what really kind of convinces me on on that movie is because the judges just kind of like turn their back on him, like yeah, at the end, yeah. and you know, and the, and the the ref is just like staring at him, like what the fuck did you just do? And yeah, yeah, I get the feeling like that if he had done that in the previous one, they wouldn't have invited him again. That's true, yeah, because <laughs> like, yeah. because if you're by invitation, it's like that's true. Right. So I kind of feel like that was something that must have. Because they weren't reacting to him that way before. They were like, oh, he's, you know, he... Oh, Chong Li, he's just going to do Chong Li. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> oh, he's this brutal fighter, but he's fights with honor or something. He's yeah. not doing anything wrong. But he crossed the line. Yeah, and then, then he crosses a line in yeah, that last fight. Okay. And it's kind of like, that, that's kind of how it, it felt to me. Yeah, no, that's, I, <clears throat> I think you're 100% right. I'm interested now in seeing, not that I ever will, but... I, I was like, oh, I want to see that other Kumite. <laughs> that was always my sadness with this movie is that I I love it so much. Kumite is fucking awesome. And then in terms of whatever I was exposed to in the, the following years as a kid, 
it was just like nothing is as good as the Kumite and Bloodsport. <laughs> like every J- Van Damme movie that I saw, I like them. They're cool. But it was just always just like, yeah, but it's not Bloodsport. <laughs> I mean, I like them, but goddamn, like, Bloodsport is still, like, the best. And I feel bad because he has, I mean, he, he's never stopped making movies even now. You know, he's still making right. movies. And I just, like, man, after all of that, <laughs> like, it's still, that first movie is still the best. <laughs> it's kind of uh. sad, but... Yeah, I mean it's a testament to how fucking dope this movie is. Yeah, yeah, because it was. What one of the things I really loved was that just like the blood stays there on the mat. Yeah, the, like you go into the second fight and it's like just there. There's the blood stain from right. the first game, and like as the movie goes <laughs> on, there's just more blood stains on the mat. Yeah, it gets more fucked up. At the, at the end, it was like on. It was like this weird half pipe almost kind of thing like, yeah they, it that's was like the, what the heck is it what the final mat man they gotta knock the middle down yeah i was like what the <laughs> heck is going on with that it's fucking awesome <laughs> you didn't think that was awesome i was, I was more just confused about it. like wait why did they do that why why is it different now than it's the finals <laughs> i don't i honestly yeah. don't know why i just always thought that that was cool <laughs> that they did that and i never really thought about why they would do it like at first i was like wait did i just like miss a scene where somebody broke it and it fell over no like... no there's a part where they say something about like i'll prepare the the mat for the finals or something mm. and they're like knocking it down but um i don't think they ever show it actually getting pushed down but yeah so it just kind of confused me yeah okay i guess they just got a different mat all right (laughs) i mean (laughs) it spices it up it's the finals you've seen all these fights and now now the the fighters have to deal with uh possible inclines or right you know changing in heights of things and you know back a guy into a corner but he's higher than you so he's you know yeah he's at a yeah it seemed like uh it was more to like balance something out or something to it because you can't knock them off the edge that way as easily because that's going up right so maybe it just gives them more of a because nobody wants to go into the fu- go watch yeah, a final match out. and just be, oh he fell off in like 10 right, seconds right. that what a match <laughs> yeah that's probably a good insight to why because to, yeah, they would keep them a little more likely to stay right, in the ring right. if you get tossed about. Keep them fighting until the actual fight is over, instead of just a ring out. Yeah, and and like you said, being like, oh, you've maybe backed them into a corner, but now they're elevated over you, so right, they've got a little bit of a fucking kick right to your face. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's a again a little a way to make the match more le- less one sided. Yeah. It, and definitely, like, in the earlier matches, you can see them being kind of one-sided, where it's like, oh, you know who's winning right off. And right. maybe takes them a little while, but you're kind of like, yeah, that, that guy's winning. You can tell who's, like, struggling and not quite right, yeah. on there. But yeah, they're not evenly matched in any way, really. Yeah. And Generally. That, that final bout, you, you don't want that to. You don't want this whole big tournament to just end in, like, this one-sided, <laughs> just some dude just getting dumped off right yeah no and they do a good job of of uh showing all the fights up to that point and they're all exciting and interesting but then when they do get into that last fight i mean they really 
it's a, a fairly lengthy fight and it's uh, unique right. and and it it doesn't just rehash anything else from the earlier fights so yeah i think they did a good job with that yeah yeah and honestly all of it like as as it goes on even the like the quarter finals or whatever were still like more meaty than the previous ones they were the yeah. struggle of right. the other characters that yeah, you do feel like the fights get harder for the yeah for Van Dam and stuff. Yeah, as he goes on. Yeah, he goes to that little Muay Thai guy, the Saget guy. And right. It's like, oh, that's an actual fight. Like whereas before, like the fights, he's just like boom. <laughs> right, just knock that fucker out. Yeah, and then this one, oh, he's actually got to fight this guy. He's gotta, yeah, he's got to actually struggle. This guy knows what he's doing. We're, we're past the the low level guys. We're right. Who are who are still invited to the kumite so they're still right, badass right. but just uh not badass enough <laughs> right. they didn't count on 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 uh, meeting up with frank dukes <laughs> so frank dukes real guy yeah he choreographed the fight in the movie yeah i had uh I had not realized that until the credits started going by, and it, it like it gives you that little paragraph at the it end. Where it's, I was like, "Oh, okay, that that kind of it," because I kind of expected it to go a little more supernatural. Oh, really? And then it was just like, "Oh, wow, it's just a totally normal movie." I expected there to be like, because you've got those like Secret Service guys chasing him around. I thought there was going to be yeah. some whole big thing. No, they just wanted him back because they just they just wanted him back. Right. Right. <laughs> And so I thought there was going to be like this whole like more sci-fi oh, wow. entry thing, and then and then it just ends with this. Oh yeah, this was a real. I'm like, oh well, that's why it didn't go that way. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. I just thought narratively, it's it seemed like it was maybe trying to lay down some secret organization doing something, uh-huh. no, or him being like some special super soldier kind of thing i don't know <laughs> <laughs> something because you know they're just like oh the, uncle sam's put a lot of money and effort into you we don't want you to just <laughs> that's true they do say that and i could see how, how you would think that oh there's some sci-fi thing like there's gonna be some special there. thing or he's on got some special mission that right. only he can do <laughs> and they got to like oh no he went rogue and just to go to this <laughs> freaking tournament but we need him for this top secret mission or whatever <laughs> just like nah <laughs> just yeah yeah i don't that is a weird line in that context because i don't know what exactly they're referring to because he would have already been trained as a martial artist mm-hmm. when he entered i don't know yeah that's weird but anyway frank dukes real guy um and this movie is based on his account of 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 the events that happened. I mean, obviously, I'm mm-hmm. sure it's embellished a little bit. But yeah. um, supposedly, people have come out to say it's all bullshit. Frank Dukes <laughs> didn't fight in Kumite's. Kumite's bullshit, whatever. I don't know who to believe myself. Right. I like to err on the side of there totally is a kumite and it's totally <laughs> underground and nobody talks about it and Frank Dukes talked about it and then nobody backed him up because it's the kumite. You can't talk about it. <laughs> it's like Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, man. So so I don't know. 
but but it's kind of regarded now as like oh Frank Dukes was uh, a bullshit he didn't actually do that stuff whether he did or not I don't know but the the fact remains that he was a, a fantastic martial artist won all these uh, more traditional tournaments and he choreographed the fights here and he trained um, Van Damme yeah. before the movie for um, three months intensive training oh, wow. because <clears throat> Van Damme at the time was a, a kickboxing um, champion mm-hmm. won all these fucking awards and trophies and all this shit and he was like a sensation and he started to get into movies and Frank Dukes was like okay like you're dope but you're not good enough to play me. <laughs> so he trained him for for three straight months before the movie, and Van Damme said it was like the hardest three months he's ever trained in his life. Uh, Whether or not he said that at the time, and maybe he's trained more now, I don't know. But right. but uh, I I never knew that, and I found it interesting that that Van Damme because I just thought like, oh, Van Damme's cool. He just came in and started kicking ass. But no, like. Van Damme had to train like a motherfucker to <laughs> to achieve a higher level of badassness. Yeah, so so maybe <laughs> Frank Dukes made Van Damme what he is. Yeah, I think but, at uh, some level he's he definitely maybe he trained Van Damme to do the splits. And maybe I feel like Van Damme is <laughs> doing done that before. Yeah. I feel like he's doing the splits on his own, like as like that's, a, that's his thing. It's like his party trick. I could see <laughs> him. Party trick. I, see, I mean, it definitely is now. It's definitely right. his thing to like. Hey, look at it. <laughs> like, uh, did you see that commercial that he did a few years ago? No, I don't think so. <laughs> it's uh, it's one shot, and. It's all real, no special effects. There's two semi trucks, and they're about, I don't know, a foot apart or something. And he's standing one foot on one, one foot on the other. <laughs> and the camera is coming backwards as the trucks start driving forwards, and the trucks slowly separate, and Van Damme <laughs> slowly separates into the splits and then when they achieve splits the trucks stop going apart and they just continue driving forward and he's doing the splits in between the two trucks and there's no special effects it's totally just van damme and uh, he did it this is i don't know maybe five years ago maybe if not sooner than that um more recent than that and uh, it was kind of like, holy shit, Van Damme, you still, you still so badass. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see it. It's one of the greatest commercials I've ever seen. I mean, I don't know what it was for, so maybe it's not that great. <laughs> All I remember is Van Damme doing the splits. <laughs> but whatever it was for, you know, I wish him the best. <laughs> How how do you like the splits? You were you impressed by all the splits? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I was impressed because it's kind of like it's so well known of Van Damme does the splits, so, so it's kind of like it's not surprising. But have you seen it before? Um, I'm sure I must have at some point. I'm not like remembering. Yeah, but like this, here or there, you yeah. probably saw. Yeah, you know. and it's just it's something that I I know he does. So it's like yeah, 
So it's like, oh, oh there he is doing the splits. And like, oh, there he's doing it again. So I guess it was surprising that it was just he does it yeah, so often yeah. in here. But He does it, and he does it often, but he does it in – it's always in a different way. It's not like he just does the splits, and it's like, right. oh, he's doing that same thing again. Like Yeah, like at first he gets, like, tied up. Yeah, he's, he's tied between those down. telephone poles, and, and which just, is badass. And he's just sitting in the hotel room on the chairs. Yeah, the two <laughs> chairs, and – then he does it in the on the mat when the sumo guy grabs his right. leg, and he does it again in that fight to punch him in the balls. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the one where he's out on the the ledge of the hotel overlooking the whole of Hong Kong. Great, amazing uh, photography there. Yeah. Seeing beautiful Hong Kong. Uh, and. Beautiful Jean-Claude Van Damme splits <laughs> as he's practicing his fucking kata or whatever <laughs> with his hands. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what else about this movie. Karate Champ. You, you, you ever played Karate Champ? No, no. Never never played that one. Have you seen it? Now, now you, you saw it in the movie. Did, did it look familiar at no, all? No, it didn't. Really? So oh, wow. Was, that's probably the first time I've seen that movie. Oh, wow. Not movie game. That game? Yeah. Wow. It's a cool game. It's yeah. played with uh, two joysticks. Yeah, I know, because it, it shows them playing the game. I was like, oh, two joysticks. That's interesting. Yeah, two joysticks, <clears throat> and that's it. And uh, so you do moves by, like, combining joystick moves or whatever. It's, it's really cool. Um obviously they can, I have the I have the NES one but they can't you know you don't have two right. joysticks so it's a little different on the NES but in the arcade yeah two joysticks and uh, it's it's kind of I it's not like Bloodsport but it's a uh, it's a thing where it's not a fighting game with life bars you basically like if you kick the guy in the head he falls down and you get a point <laughs> Mm. And then you move on to the next fight after I don't know two or three points or something like that. Right. It's a cool game. Well. Hmm. What else about Bloodsport? Oh. How'd you like? Okay, USA. <laughs> <laughs> That's <was> hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, it was something that I felt was, I don't know, it was a little, oh, it was oh, a little oh. sudden when his, uh, uh-huh. when, when the when the Texas guy gets beat up, Texas Jackson, guy Jackson gets beat up, and it's just kind of like by Chung Lee. Yeah, and then it's just kind of like the dam bursts in Van Damme where he's. It just it's it seemed like a very sudden shift there where. Or he becomes concerned. Yeah, like because he's usually like because he's not unemotional through the movie, but he's no. very subdued. Like he's very calm and in control. Yes. And like his emotions, don't come out intensely, and then it's they just, don't. Yeah. And then in that fight he just suddenly like is like trying to get in the like he's almost like ready to jump in the ring and just start fighting right then and it's it's, yeah and it's like i don't it just seemed a little weird like just how sudden that break was and yeah yeah like it, it seemed a little out of place i can see that 
I don't necessarily agree, but I can understand that. Yeah, and I, I mean, I can see, I, I'm kind of torn on whether they, it was done well or maybe a little flawed, but yeah, if it feels like, because it's, it's like, okay, now here's this arc where he's lost that calm, and then you, you go into that final fight, and of course the, he blinds him, and he's got to he's got to reachieve that calmness so yes, that he can yes. do the whole blind fighting thing. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, okay, so this is and like as soon as that like it's kind of like okay, here's this arc that he's got to go through now at the end of the movie, which is fine. Right. It, and I was just like, oh, like do, do like maybe like he's a little over the top here a little, but it's like. But it's also very subtle at the same time. It just it, over the top because it's like he's just suddenly just so like, yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, he's kind of it's questionable acting in terms of like traditional acting standards or whatever. Right. Like, right. Yeah, he goes over the top, and you know, but it doesn't bother me. I I I know what you're saying though. Yeah, and I was kind of thinking, oh, like, and they didn't. Like you can see this arc going when you're when you're looking for it, but they like any other movie would have like emphasized that. Oh yeah, yeah. In they some don't really form of just like trying to explain. It. They don't even try to explain it. It just sort of happens. Yeah, it's just there. And I'm kind of torn. Out, like, oh, would it have been worse if they'd explained it? Because then it just would have made it cheesier and dumber. What? Like, I don't know how they would explain it. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like I'm thinking like some other movie would be a little more like they would have set it up more specifically with the training in the beginning of the movie of oh you have to be calm and then you're oh yeah and then, like at the end saying. maybe like flashback to that tra- and they kind of do that but it's not right. spelled out and it's handled kind of subtly and i was kind of like oh, yeah i kind of like that they did that low key but then it kind of clashes with him being really over the top emotionally on it right and it was just kind of like oh, there's kind of this weird clash in that. Well, I would say I don't I don't know that this is yeah, what not... it is, but in terms of his character, Jean Claude Van Damme, his his teacher, his his uh, you know, it's like a father to him. He's taken on his whole. Uh, like legacy to right. carry forward this martial art uh, in place of the guy's son, mm-hmm. and so he feels very, uh, you know, like responsible for this. And he just saw that guy; he's dying. He's a, he's he's never going to see him again. So he's emotionally a little bit on the edge, but you know he keeps it down. You don't see it, and now he meets a new friend. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you know not taking the place but he doesn't seem like a guy with a lot of friends mm-hmm. so now he's got this new friend they're playing karate champ you know they're bonding and classic 80s style right <laughs> got the, this great cheering on the crowd yeah the and so they're like buddies I, I feel like that's as much as their friendship building is when they're just on the and he's just on the bench, like, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. we got the record, yeah. They're just yeah. like, that's my buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, like they're just friends. And now knowing Chung Lee and knowing how he is, and seeing like he thought he was killing him, right, right. And so he didn't know what the fuck, and so he wanted to jump out there and, and try to help. And so I just feel like in that 
that emotional state of like losing his his uh, his shiroshi. <laughs> he was like, "No, not again!" Yeah, he's just like, he's just like, "Oh fuck!" You know, I just got this new friend. Like, don't kill him. God damn it, fucking Chong Lee. I don't know. I never honestly thought about it ever before, and and so I'm just trying to like right. think about what might explain that. Um, is he overacting in those moments? Probably. <laughs> if I saw it with fresh eyes, I'm sure I would have a similar sort of like, right, uh, right. come on, <laughs> what is this crap? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Like it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's not like oh, what is this crap? It's yeah, just kind of yeah. like I'm, I'm seeing a, a little bit of a disconnect that I think maybe could have been tighter. Uh, yeah. I I don't I like it being subtle though. I yeah, feel I mean, I, like I that's where I'm kind of torn on where it's like if it were just kind of like where if it was like oh he's got the like if it were right. doing it like a traditional Hollywood movie would have done it yeah, would have just been too wrong. it would have been wrong. Yeah. And so I'm like kind of like okay but was it maybe like maybe somewhere in between they could have found the sweet spot where it would have yeah. worked better maybe Maybe I'm like, kind of like, yeah, I mean, I think I prefer it this way than to the, oh, you have to maintain calm. You have to do the, yeah. like the whole thing like another movie would have done. I prefer it over that. Yeah, for sure. Because, yeah, yeah I think that would make it dumber. It's, yeah, it's it's definitely better than if they'd really, like, hammered it. Right. But it's it still kind of feels like, oh, they handle it so subtly and over the top at the same time. <laughs> and it just it feels like a little bit of a disconnect. I, I feel yeah. like those two elements should maybe match up a little better. Right. But eh, it's fine. I mean, you don't. What about the end when he goes super over the top, like wild? And <laughs> do you have a similar? Do you think that he's he's too over the top then? Also, um, when he's like blind and kind yeah. of yeah, that I uh-huh. feel, yeah that that I kind of felt was a little overdone. <laughs> like and that's it. Like oh now now they're just like yeah now they're not doing the subtle. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah, that, that was a little over the top. It's like, okay, I get it. He's blind now. He's got to right. He's got to rely on his other senses. I get it. You, you don't have to just be like. <laughs> I love it. I don't give a fuck. But, but yeah, I totally understand that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like if those are definitely the two moments that are that stand out as like, oh shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can. I guess I can see why people might not think this was as amazing as i think it is but yeah i mean and i mean that's all overshadowed by just the fact that the fight is fucking awesome right <laughs> it's like, yeah. i mean it's like this is all just kind of secondary to the movie just being fun and awesome right. and and that's the the key thing <laughs> is that it's just <laughs> right it's a fucking awesome i mean fun it's movie. it's stuff that you just go uh it doesn't really matter but. right right but yeah, like would would they be able to connect with a wider audience theoretically if they had shaved off some of those edges or whatever? Yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know about like. Maybe it's just the eighties because eighties are just I don't know. The eighties are just kind of like that. 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah like kinda... why? Well, I, I don't know that. Uh, <clears throat> I I just I don't know. I enjoy the excess of the 80s in cinematic form, so I don't really, um, 
I don't necessarily take it in as other people might. Right. Not right. that you're against it or anything, but I no, just... No, it was just kind of like in my critical evaluation. <laughs> yes, to, yes. Uh, Rather than just, yay, it's fun. Right, <laughs> right. Looking at just the structure of it and, you know. Right. I could say, hmm, maybe some things could have tightened down to make it... Not, not that those are like making the movie bad. Just you could make it even better somehow. Like, right. I understand. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. But you know, maybe I always do that. I don't know. No, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's just. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I think you're right. <laughs> you're not wrong. It definitely. It it is over the top. That's a fact. <laughs> but I just don't care. And I know that at the base level, like, I don't feel like you really care either. No, it's not important to making the film worth watching or entertaining. Right. But just as a, you know, we're talking about a movie and just right. theoretically review or whatever, a podcast, got to come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> No, and it's good to talk about it because it's like, I, I don't know. I don't even think about it. Like I honestly just, <laughs> I'm just watching it, and I, I just, I don't even think about anything like that, because I've seen this so many times, and everything about it is so, just uh, comforting to me. Right, right. And I'm just like, oh yeah, this fucking scene, yeah. Like, oh cool, oh yeah, he's gonna snatch a coin out of that dude's hand. It's <laughs> like, yeah, oh got him. <laughs> I don't know. I like. I'm yeah. just. Yeah, that was a fun scene. I'm just like not. I uh, I don't think I'm. I could possibly be critical of this. Like these kind of movies, I don't like to review. Like I could never write a review of this because it would just be me saying like, mm, "Yeah, it's fucking right, great." Right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I I get that. There's like. Transformers, the movie. The, the 80s one that's much like yeah. that for me is uh although you did write a review i did write a review of it and it, it was <laughs> it was kind of me gushing about how awesome it is oh but. well there you go that's yeah those those movies it's just hard to yeah it's it's to separate to, the, to the strike that yeah. objective view of it that you want for a review yeah right and like honestly <clears throat> i don't know that that a review like I don't know that uh, it needs to be objective in that case when it's something that's super personal to you and like yeah, and you're yeah. relating your experience with it and maybe sh you know sharing with other people and stuff. I think there's value in that. Um, I don't, I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't because that's what's hard because like reviews theoretically you should be objective. But at the same time, how does anybody be objective? Because you're always seeing the movie right, through whatever right. lens you're seeing it through. So it's always uh, hard. Yeah. <coughs> but yeah, with like, but yeah, I have that. I have that same feeling with Transformers of just like every scene is just like, oh, it's this scene. It's right. a, you know, it's just that comforting kind of. Seen it so like, many times. Right. Right. Was that was. You're probably a little kid when you saw that. Oh yeah, yeah. That was 86, and I probably saw it in theater. Oh, wow. I, I'm pretty sure I saw it in theater, and I would have been, like, freaking five years old. Or oh, well, there I don't you remember go, yeah. seeing it in theaters, but I'm pretty sure I actually did. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, 
Yeah, supposedly I saw Return of the Jedi in theaters in 1983, but I mean, I was like two, <laughs> right. so who the fuck right, knows? Right. You know, I don't remember Kinda. shit. It's it's in that lane where it's like, oh, well, right. It's it's on my uh, my list of of things that I'm like, yeah, I saw it in theaters. I don't remember it. Damn <laughs> don't thing, remember but, shit. Yeah, <laughs> but I saw it in theaters. I I would love to uh, see it in theaters again if it's uh, ever showing somewhere. Yeah, it seems like one of those movies. So it's a parade, classic, parade you know, around at some point. Show up in some art house theater somewhere, somewhere just showing old cult films. Yeah, I mean, Cinemark has these things where they show old movies all the time now. Like every week, they have a movie. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, was, they have they were doing something like that. Those fathom events where they yeah, they yeah. do that with whatever the fuck movies. I know Die Hard is going to be in. I don't know December or something. Yeah. I guess because people think people like to talk about Die Hard. Oh, it's a Christmas movie! Yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't like Christmas movies. Die Hard is my Christmas movie. I always feel like shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, okay, you're cool. You don't like fucking Christmas movies. I don't know. Like, it just strikes me the wrong way. Yeah. Like, wow, you're so cool. You don't have emotions. <laughs> I don't know. It's just. Uh, yeah, it's it's a little overdone. Yeah, I mean it's it's cool. Yeah, it's set at Christmas, but I don't. So is fucking. I come in peace. Where's the <laughs> there? There you go. That, Where's that, the rallying cry for that fucking there, movie? There's my Christmas movie. I come yeah. in peace. <laughs> or or the all the fucking wonderful horror movies set at Christmas, yeah, such yeah, as Black Christmas and uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, and all those sequels and all kinds of. No oh, man, there's just a whole stream of awesome Christmas movies. Christmas Evil is a favorite of mine. Mm. Where's the where's the the love for those? Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to get I get down the rabbit hole of complaining about other people. Yeah. <laughs> that I that <laughs> I that's one of my goals is to not do that. But anyway. Bloodsport, I love it. Yeah. Good stuff. You liked it as well. There are sequels to this movie. Oh. Uh, they do not have uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. I don't think Bolo's in them either. But I've never seen them, hmm. surprisingly. Um, there's three sequels, and there were they were like mid to late, mid, I think like 96, 97. They all came out in like a boom, 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 direct-to-video. Mm-hmm. One of these days, like, when I was a kid, I never wanted to see them because it was just like, ah, it, there's no Jean-Claude Van Damme, the Volo, why, right, why right. would I bother? But at this point, I feel like uh, I could bother. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I would probably enjoy them for what they were. Yeah. So, anyway, just uh, yeah, yeah I, was, I was always like that as a kid. Like, I'd never really, like, be on to, like, oh, it's the next in the series. I gotta see it. Like, I never really... Yeah. It's like I, I never saw the later Batman movies. I saw the first two with Tim Burton, and just never went on. Oh man! I never saw like the third Ninja Turtles movie. I never. Wow. I never. I only watched uh, Phantom Menace in theaters, or I don't think I, I didn't watch the other prequels in the theaters. Oh wow! And I think uh, even the remasters. I watched uh, New Hope 
when it was remastered in theaters yeah. right before Phantom Menace and stuff. But that was the only one of those. I, like, I just first I just don't latch onto it and go, oh, oh I got to keep Or maybe I just don't maintain that momentum yeah. uh, long enough for the next. Uh, maybe if they were all out at the same time or something. Right, right. It's just so. You know, I, I get not seeing the Bloodsport yeah. sequels. It's just kind of like. <laughs> seems, it seems like something I would do of just. Yeah, watching half of a series and just being like, "Oh no, look, there's something else." <laughs> right. Well, I don't even know that they continue the story, like, because I, right. I don't, I have no idea. But one of these days, I want to find out. Maybe they're good. I know that the, I think the second one is subtitled "The Dark Kumite." The Dark Kumite. <laughs> so that, that kind of intrigues me. And now. You, You've uh, introduced an idea of sci-fi stuff, and the dark kumite sort of sounds like some kind of a black magic <laughs> thing going on. I don't know if they're still in Hong Kong or not, but I don't know. Anyway, blood sport. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll have to. Have you seen a John Claude Van Damme before in a in a movie? I think Universal Soldiers. Universal I think is the Soldier. only one I've really seen. That, that was way back as a kid. I don't remember yeah. it too well. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. All right, so so I don't does he fight in that? I don't remember. Crap, I don't even It's remember. been yeah. so fucking long since I saw that. I don't know if they fight. If it, if he does it's not much. I remember it as some kind of weird like he was some super soldier and they'd like Yeah. I just remember they kind of had like some tracking device in him kind of like Arnold and Total Recall, but mm-hmm. and and they had to like, but instead of like pulling it out of his nose, I fucking love that. Yeah, they had to like cut it out of his thigh. Oh and, wow! And so okay. like, I, I think it was in like, I just remember some scene where he was in hiding with whatever girl of the movie it was. Yeah, and like either I don't know. It was just like she was all like creeped out by it because I think either he did it or he had to have her do it or something. It was just like cut open his leg and like pull out the track. Oh, and man. Like, and that, that's, that's the scene in, in that movie that has stuck with me. And <laughs> wow. Nothing else. No, nothing nothing else, else in that movie at all. Just that one scene where it was just like cutting open his leg to get oh, yeah. to this little tracking that's device cool. out. That's cool. But, well, I know Dolph Lundgren's in it. It's uh, Oh, okay. It's both of them and yeah, I don't remember him in it at all, so I don't know what no. he was. Both of them. And that's another movie where where they made sequels. Mm. And I never saw any of the sequels, but but they made sequels around that time, like in the 90s, like maybe two or three of them. And then probably, I don't know, maybe five or six years ago, they made another sequel with Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren like a direct-to-video thing and it's supposed to be like really fucking good (laughs) I mean they seem like they'd be a good pair they're awesome yeah Yeah. they're both awesome so um and I think they made two of them they made a sequel to that sequel so uh and I think they're both in in both of them so so I heard all kinds of great oh these fucking these Universal Soldier you know the new sequels are really good so Anyway, one of those, another one of those things that's like, yeah. Yeah, I want to check that out. Yeah, it's, sounds cool. Yeah, Universal Soldier. Never saw Kickboxer. No, that's the next one after Bloodsport. That's a good one. Mm. It's not as good, but it's quality but, stuff. But 
as as you've alluded to, nothing is as good. No, n- <laughs> yeah, in my opinion, nothing comes close. Some people like Kickboxer a lot more. Um, I, it was never a question for me. I always thought that Bloodsport was far and away the best. Um, there's other movies where him and Bolo are in a like double impact where Jean-Claude Van Damme plays himself and his brother, one of oh, those <laughs> one of those movies where there's two of him, and Bolo's in that, and I want to say he's in another another movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme, but I don't remember. Um, and there's other Bolo movies where they're kind of like rip-off Bloodsport movies and that I haven't seen, like Blood Fight. <laughs> and it's like, it's like the same fucking font <laughs> as Bloodsport. <laughs> so it's just like... Uh, and Bolo's in it, so it's how can it be bad? I don't know. Yeah. All kinds of these these uh, U.S. martial arts movies that have their own charm to them. Yeah, yeah. I never was uh never saw much martial arts stuff as a kid. I guess not. I guess not. It was just not a realm of my experience. Yeah, that's weird. It was always such a big part of my my upbringing. So it's yeah. Yeah, I was. Watching weird sci-fi movies, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, uh, I mean, when you're a kid, it kind of, at some level, depends on what your parents are into. Right. And so then you're, like, just, uh, you know, taking that in. So, like, my dad was into martial arts, so I saw Mm -hmm. this when it came out, and we had Bruce Lee tapes when I was a kid that I saw. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that kind of laid the groundwork for, for me to... Uh, be obsessed with it yeah my dad was always more into sci-fi stuff so yeah so weird sci-fi stuff yeah so so you saw that stuff yeah weird random movies i don't even know the names of oh man (laughs) well i look forward to the day when we watch one and you're like oh shit this is that fucking movie (laughs) like i've seen this before (laughs) my dad was all about this and i never (laughs) remember what it was (laughs) oh man yeah we'll have to look at some 80s sci-fi movies yeah or some weird one of some Midget guy with a cyborg arm and midget guy with a cyborg arm. What? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? No, it was like, like this is one of the ones I just I have no remembrance of what this movie is. I just remember there's this guy. He was, he had the cyborg arm. And he was like broke. He was like, and so he was like this poor guy, but he had this cyborg arm. He took so, such good care of it because it was more valuable than him. And it was wow. just like, he's like, oh, I got to take really great care of this arm. It's like the most expensive thing I own. And it's like this super. Th- wow. And I don't know. There was some dumb woman and they were out in space and there was a hole in the ship. And she just like puts her hand over it. To, and it was just like. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I have no idea what this movie is. I have oh. no idea how to hunt this thing down. Oh, well, I'll hunt it down. <laughs> I'm really good at hunting shit down. I'll figure it out. It's it's just one of those things back in my childhood memory of, I don't know. And it was probably on Showtime or HBO yeah. or something. So who knows if it was just a made-for-TV movie or I don't know. Yeah. they. Uh, I don't know how much original stuff they did back then. I know they did, but I don't know, man. Midget with a fucking cyborg arm? That seems like some just trashy like 80s sci-fi movie. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't even know that he was the main character, but just that. Yeah. Like, again, those are just the scenes in that movie that have stuck with me. And right. I, like, I don't know what the hell that was huh. about anymore. Well, if anybody knows what it is, <laughs> listening, write in and let us know. In the meantime, I will uh, use my my internet searching prowess mm-hmm. to try to figure it out. 
Wow. Yeah. That sounds fucking awesome. Whatever it is, man, I want to see <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I I would love to see it again because I have like it's it's so far gone in my memory. Yeah. And I have no idea what, what the hell was going on with it. Holy that, fuck! That they were on a spaceship and going somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Wow. That's, that just sounds so cool. <laughs> I just like, oh my god. Um. Yeah. yeah any, so. any other memories of? memory <laughs> any other i was trying to say rememberings and then i said memories and then it was like rememberings rememberings <laughs> uh, uh anything there, else there's some there? others i actually like remember like last oh, you, starfighter and, well yeah that's a, that's a um, good one. Oh, what was it called um batteries not included yeah fuck yeah <laughs> i fucking watched the shit out of that as a kid i love it there were little tiny robots fixing the like tile yeah. floor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I have it. They, it came out on Blu-ray not too long ago. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah I haven't been seen that since I was a kid. Neither have I. And it was one of those I I watched the shit out of it. So I just, oh I gotta ha- gotta have batteries not included. <laughs> <laughs> Inner Space is a good one too. I don't, mm. Have you seen Inner Space? I don't the, think so. Oh man, that's a fucking movie. That's that's a dope. Dude gets shrunk in this little fucking pod and gets injected into martin short's bloodstream no. and so he's like inside his body the whole fucking movie and like driving around in the veins and all oh, kinds that, of shit that. it's that cool like the original one to do that or no there's i know a, that's like a thing that... there's uh i think it's a 60s movie maybe 50s but uh it's called fantastic voyage and it's mm-hmm. a little ship that gets miniaturized and put inside of a body I don't remember what they're trying to do. I think they're maybe trying to s- kill a cancer or like, I don't remember. I feel like they're on some kind of a mission. And in this, in inner space, I think the idea was to do that. But um, there was some guy that was like trying to steal it. So then he shrunk the guy in the run mm. like he didn't shrink the right guy in the pod he shrunk like the mechanic or some shit i don't <laughs> know i remember it's just my kid remembering so i haven't i haven't seen it since right but uh it's fucking cool because i remember there being a thing of like the guy didn't know like how to work everything and but he's stuck inside and he's got to figure out a way to oh. to get out and stuff like that it's cool it's cool um, yeah. Fucking 80s, man. There's yeah. so many good movies. So, so much stuff there, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole world of uh, it is. films to keep you occupied for life. Right. And that, and that's just, just thinking about the U.S. I mean, there's yeah, 80s around the world, yeah. you know. There's all kinds of shit. Uh, well, how'd you like the music? It was pretty awesome. This fucking score is awesome. I yeah. I mean, I I really I like I don't remember specifically, but like the yeah. opening where it's showing all the fighters, like I remember the music being like a big yeah strong element of that. That was, was like oh yeah, these guys are kicking ass. And then, it's a yeah, it's a dope score. Super then, super pumped up. Like you get you going. The, yeah, and you got the little kumite. <laughs> Fuck yeah, kumite, kumite. <laughs> and then the uh, the songs throughout the movie there's a fight to survive (laughs) (laughs) and uh god i can't remember the name of the other one but uh anyway sung by stan bush singer of the touch in uh, transformers movie 
Bloomberg. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just like, oh, Stan Bush, oh shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so he sings uh, the, the, the two, two of the songs that they play in the movie he sings, and then there's another one um, that's not him. Um, and I don't remember the title of that one either, but it's the, the slower one is not him. Stan Bush keeps it fucking rocking. Yeah. <laughs> Fight to survive. God, I can't yeah, remember what the that, other that one is. That sounds like Stan Bush. Fight Fuck to yeah. survive. Fight to survive. <laughs> it's right up, right next to the touch <laughs> there. On that one. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. I, I like a good Stan Bush song. Yeah. So, yeah, this, this is one of the best uh, scores, in my opinion. The guy who scored it also did the kickboxer score. So, okay. it's uh, also got a good score. Cool. And uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything else about this movie. It's awesome. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, you really should see it. I love the little guy who, like, sponged up the blood on the mat. (laughs) Yeah, and stole that. Stole the tooth. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) like, peeking around, like, make sure nobody sees him. That's another thing that when I was a kid was, like, that really stuck with me for some reason it was like a big moment and then when i would watch it later it'd be like oh that's just like <laughs> it's just this guy's only barely in the movie but right. it's, it's such uh like it just sets up that that guy so well and it just i don't know it's just very yeah. Me- memorable yeah i mean yeah, it's this guy. Your job is to mop up blood on a mat for, him. <laughs> and he's oh the gold, yeah. <laughs> but not even just for the gold. He wants it for his like to put in his mouth. He's like testing it, like, <laughs> he's like oh yeah, that's real gold. <laughs> yeah, at first, uh, yeah, it seems like, yeah, like I, I was just thinking, oh, he's doing the whole like just bite it, make sure it's gold. And so I'm like, oh, maybe he was like. Oh, well, let's go in my mouth. Oh, maybe I could just... <laughs> maybe he was biting it. I've always taken it as he tries it in his, like, in the, the, the missing tooth hole that he has. Like, oh, but they don't ever show it, so yeah. Yeah, just, I, I kind of felt like he was just testing it to be gold. Because that that's, that's like a thing you see in... Yes, it is. Just like, oh, yeah, it's real gold. <laughs> but, but yeah, maybe he was just like, oh, I, w- I wonder if this would fit in my mouth. I could... Go to the dentist and get this in there. Yeah, <laughs> like I could have a gold tooth. There's still the other guy's fucking tooth inside of it. Looks like it looks yeah. like it's you know because usually they don't put in a whole fucking gold tooth. It's like a cap. So yeah, I don't know. That's something for that guy's dentist to sort out. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have to work it out here on the podcast. Uh. But yeah, it was a fun little memorable moment. Yeah, it is. It is. The the game Pit Fighter is probably influenced by this as mm. well. Yeah, I can see that. Good old Pit Fighter. Just red. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I use that a lot in the just randomly in the intros, that sound from mm. the from the game. Cuz I enjoy it. Anyway, think we're done? Yeah, I think so. Just a fun movie. Why wouldn't you like it? Fun movie. Well, you know, I, don't, I never know. You, yeah. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're gonna come in and just be like, "Jesus Christ, I can't believe it! <laughs> what a piece of shit!" I, so, I, I'm yeah. always worried about that with anime. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well. 
Like, oh, is this going to be one he didn't like? Is he going to? I thought we might have to have a, a real kumite here out on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man. He doesn't like blood sport. <laughs> Does not compute. <laughs> and in my brain, there's just kumite, kumite, kumite. <laughs> so there's only one way to solve this. <laughs> <laughs> see who's better at the splits oh man <laughs> i don't know we're not gonna be van damme out there on that, that one yeah that is that is not an event to be televised <laughs> we don't want to you know no cameras allowed at that event jesus yeah that would yeah that would not be fun no. i would i would uh give up by default <laughs> Not trying to do the splits here. Yeah. It probably would do me good to get flexibility, but uh, I don't know. I think my my uh, my days of wanting to be Van Dam are over. <laughs> <laughs> they passed me by. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. I I was a little more worried about because it it's like I'm I'm used to this Van Dam stuff being like. You know, like Time Cop or Universal yeah, Order. It's like yeah. all sci-fi. And then I looked at it, I'm like, oh, it's just going to be like this martial arts thing and nothing else. It's yeah. just going to be martial arts. That's like, all it I is. I don't know. Mm, am I really going to get it? Like, there's not going to yeah. be like supernatural. It doesn't look like there's going to be like magic powers and no. shit. Like, mm, I no, don't know. So no Hadoukens. You know, it's like, mm, how, <laughs> how well is this going to work? Like, works good. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I never thought of it really deeply it was just like yeah well yeah we got to do blood sport it's, it's blood sport and then as i started watching it i was just like oh man i didn't really think about this like yeah this is uh this might be a rocky uh <laughs> rocky road here for steven i don't know because it's like it's martial arts but it's because previously we've watched things like i mean the last one we did was fucking drunken master 2 so it's like right right I, <laughs> the the choreography can't handle the pressure of being up against drunken master two or anything similar so i i don't i didn't think that you would compare it necessarily but just yeah. uh just i don't know i got scared <laughs> <laughs> my precious blood sport I, it's very near and dear to me oh it's it, it's an awesome movie yeah it sure is so yeah um I guess it's time to say mate <laughs> and uh, call it a day. So, 